This is Great Disturbances, a Star Wars podcast. Each week, hosts Rich and Paul discuss Star Wars media, no matter what form it takes. Hey guys, welcome back. Once again, it is Paul. And Rich. Coming at you with some super hot takes on some cool Star Wars shit. You make it sound uh, so much cooler than I'm going to be. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I try to lay it out there so we aspire to be as good as like the little blurb. Uh, yeah, that's, right. <laughs> yeah, that, that it's hey, aspirational. Makes sense. Makes sense. In this episode, we are discussing a 2017 like limited run series on Darth Maul. It occurs Star Wars chronologically pretty close to right before Phantom Menace yeah. begins. Yep. Although there's no clear indication exactly how close. Right. I think right. anyway, but it, but it's close. Yeah, it's it's pretty damn close. It's not like Rogue One close where it's meant to butt right up against like episode yeah, four. Right. But it's like you said, close enough that you can kind of smell the You can smell the, the Gungans blockade. Yeah. Yeah. So this I one guess, is, yeah. The, the, I'm sorry. I'm failing. No, failing in my. I'm utterly fucking failing in my host duties now. God damn it! You filthy so, womp rat. <laughs> I'm a filthy womp rat. I ought to be bantha fodder. There you now. go. Uh, so Ban- bantha poodoo. Uh, bantha poodoo. Oh, that's right. Prequels. Yeah. Ugh, prequels. So <laughs> I'm gonna give a brief synopsis. I think. Yeah. yeah Let's start diving into like our reactions and talks and stuff. Yeah, because well, I'll, so I'll be honest. I have probably maybe five or six reactions and thoughts. I think mm-hmm. they're kind of big-ish, right? So it might take a while, but I don't. This this one was for me. This set of material did not inspire quite as much. What is this? What is that? Interesting, right. huh? Right. It was right. it was a little right. more episodic focus. It is okay. It did it did inspire a few things. Yeah, me, but not a lot. But okay, but I, I, I like I, I, take, I digressed myself like right away there. So <laughs> here, here this is going to be a short one. <laughs> this is going to be a short one. It's just going to be me digressing myself all the way down to the very end, and then someone's going to call the cops and say that guy's digressing himself too much, and <laughs> yeah, he's in public. Hey, no digressing yourself in no public. No digressing buddy. yourself in public. Hey, man, can't play publicly digress in public. <laughs> I know, but I was gonna say I'm also digressing myself is not correct usage of that. So I feel this is just gonna be terrible recording of me. <laughs> but but so so what happens though is Darth Maul escapes briefly. I, I don't know, escapes is the right word, but he takes a brief sojourn to to sort of to sate his bloodlust for Jedi killing. So right. Darth Sidious says, "No, no, no, bro, we can't do anything yet. You gotta wait." <laughs> And, but Darth Maul is conflicted because he's like, I have been sharpened and honed as this weapon. I'm ready to strike. I'm eager. And yet my right. master makes me wait. What the fuck? So he goes off and finds a way to sort of get engaged in some battle. And he hopes to find and kill a Jedi of some sort in the whole process here. Right. And so he goes to a different place. He finds a, he finds a, a kidnapped Padawan. They eventually duel. And he kills the Padawan. And then comes back to Darth Sidious. And we find out that Darth Sidious knew all along that he was going to do that. And basically set it up so that he yeah. would 
be able to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm just going to say right off the bat that I, this isn't exactly what I was expecting out of this, I guess. Let me just preface this. We usually save questions for a little bit later, but let me preface this with a question. Yeah. When you first saw Darth Maul in the Phantom Menace, now he, he and the ensuing battle with him, at least the one on, on Naboo is the highlight of that movie. Yes. Right? I mean, that, that's the only real highlight of that movie. For <laughs> it, it, his introduction and his presence was all too brief, right? It had the effect for me, kind of like when Obi-Wan first mentioned the Clone Wars in the original Star Wars, where, okay, I'm interested. I want to know more. Yeah. Um, Maul showing up who the fuck is this demon face dude? Yeah. And yeah. why has he got a double bladed lightsaber? And holy shit, this is the greatest Jedi fight I've ever seen because at the time it was. And oh, well, oh, he's cut in two. I guess it doesn't matter. This had the opportunity to give us maybe a little bit more insight into who he was. Yeah. And, and we didn't get that. And I, as I, yeah. and I haven't seen all of the Clone Wars. I've only seen part of the first season, but apparently in Clone Wars, he's fleshed out quite a bit. We learn a little bit more about him, about his backstory, about, you know, what happened to him, how he was stolen as a baby and, you know, brought, you know, by Sidious and all this stuff. But we don't have, we don't have any real background here. This is basically just Darth Maul stewing for five issues. And so I think, I think that, I think therein is a weakness of, well, some parts of Star Wars in general, but Darth Maul specifically, right? Because, okay, so in Phantom Menace, Darth Maul is basically a nothing person. He's just like a... He's just like cool kicks and spins and flips, but there's no, like, there's no person there, you know? Exactly. And then, and then, so this, this, what this comic does is kind of start to give you some more of maybe some of the stuff lurking beneath the surface, Mm -hmm. but not a lot, you know? And then apparently, because I haven't seen much of this Clone Wars series either. I haven't seen any of it except for like maybe a clip on YouTube. But what it feels like with Darth Maul is that starting with Phantom Menace and then anything else he appears in, they're not working from a backstory that nobody knows. Every new bit of material about him is the invented backstory in that moment. You know what I mean? In other words, when when I watched The Phantom Menace, I had the sense that they didn't bother with a backstory for him. Right. And how disappointing is that? I mean, he's supposed to be. Yeah. Look, yeah. they talk a lot about the Sith rule of two and all this stuff. You know, there are always two there are. There's a master and an apprentice, yeah. yada, yada, yada. Well, the yeah. apprentice is gone. And I understand yeah. that they're leaving that open because, oh, Anakin's going to be the apprentice soon, right? But give him the apprentice. Yeah. Make, make, make Anakin have to kill him 20 years from now yeah. or 10 years from now or whatever it is, right? This, and I think um, we touched on this. This was one of my alternate possibilities for the prequels right right and not anakin growing up quite as much as just like developing darth maul a bit more and then having anakin sort of have to get rid of darth maul as part of his becoming uh the new apprentice the darth vader to to insidious but but the, the point the point is is that darth maul is a nothing person and but you don't really know why he's a nothing person so these comics give you more except they don't give you a lot more right i don't think about darth maul no they they give you more of the same he's angry he wants to kill jedi 
Yeah. Not why he wants to kill Jedi. That's, it, doesn't, yeah. it doesn't do any favors to the Sith. And, you know, we, we discussed in, in a, what was it, last episode, was it, that we discussed where that the Sith are, are just kind of, the dark side is just kind of, we're bad, you know, that kind of, yeah, it was the Attack of the Clones yeah. episode. And yeah. this does nothing to just to change that, to change yeah. that perspective. I mean, we get little little things, you know, I mean, like Maul's overconfidence where kind of like mirrors his overconfidence and Phantom Menace. Yeah. But realistically, we don't get much of anything. What we, what we get is kind of a watered down, hateful eight, 310 to Yuma on a desolate planet kind of a thing where, where he has to fight with the Jedi and then eventually he's going to kill the Jedi. Yeah. So you, you brought up something in that I, that I think was, was one of the, the, the a, a higher level general question that I, at least in things that I've read or seen sort of yeah. generally in Star Wars, right. I have never quite understood, and it's this. I don't understand why the Sith hate the Jedi so much. I don't either. And, and it's, it's like, it's a little bit one-sided too, right? Because mm-hmm. the Jedi don't seem to hate the Sith as right. much. And yet it gives the appearance sometimes that the Sith only exist in order to like, I'm going to kill some Jedi. Because fuck, <laughs> fuck those guys. With their fucking jumpsuits and shit like that, I am gonna murder a Jedi for breakfast. I'm gonna have a nice, you know, sandwich for lunch. I'll murder another Jedi for dinner, and just then a light, a light sandwich though. Just a light, yeah. yeah. And then I'll just, you know what? I'll go to bed. And tomorrow, I don't know, maybe three. But that, but that's my life is like murdering Jedi or wanting to murder Jedi. Right, right. But, but Jedi are just doing like all kinds of shit. Right. They could care less about the Sith. And so, what is the Sith's endgame? Like what? Like because because clearly, clearly, Darth Sidious has an endgame. Right. For sure. Yeah. But even then, you don't really know like the what or the why. Although I don't know if power needs a what or a why to it. Well, um, not in the context of the films, no. Yeah. But, Although Sidious is all the Sith. Oh, you know, if, if if we're to believe the most recent film. Yeah. <laughs> Although I, that, I mean, that's kind of a comment of all fiction, right? If we're right. to believe Joss Whedon, yeah. Buffy the Vampire Slayer <laughs> was in high school when she was made the Slayer. I don't know. Like, I see. What, I see what you're getting at. <laughs> it's 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 we're, a point well made. We're made to believe that Superman can just fall to Earth <laughs> from this other planet. <laughs> no, but 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 I but I I'm being a shit. But no, I'm, man. But I, <laughs> but I see point. what you're saying though is that like, but that's okay for Buffy and Superman to be have a weird origin or a, a like an origin that's just pop there. Sure. With Star Wars, you have to be a little careful because there's so much there already. So when I, you say we're made to believe that Sidious is all of the Sith, what you're saying is that's something that was never even close to hinted before that that was the case. There's no seed you know, for that at all. No seed for that. That's the thing. That's the thing about, okay, so I'm going to, I'm going to diverge here for a second. And I'm going to talk about the sequel trilogy just a little bit here. Okay. Bring it on, bro. Uh, that here's, here's my problem with the sequel trilogy. There is no setup for the payoff at all. Like none. Any yep. setup that Ryan Johnson put out there um, in the last Jedi, which is the, middle act of a three-act arc yeah. any, and, and should have lasting impact on the resolution 
it's, it's why it becomes off as so disjointed, right? Because they completely ignored what had been set out before. Yeah. And, and it, it, was, it was total fan service, total fan service. Yeah. There are things that I like about that last film. There are things that I like about the first film in the, in the sequel trilogy. There's not enough of either of those films for me to say that they are good films. I enjoy them. I'll watch them. They have mm-hmm. lightsaber battles. They have interesting characters and they've got, you know, moments like, you know, Han and Chewie getting back on the Falcon, you know, yeah, that, yeah. that's fine. But Ryan Johnson was doing something completely innovative, right? Yeah. And to ignore that, you have destroyed your ability to tell the story. You've got to set something up if you're going to, you can't just have somebody show up with a gun at the end. That's deus ex machina. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Um, you're a theater guy. You know what I'm talking about. Yes. And, and, Chekhov, and, Chekhov puts the gun on the table for a reason in act one. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yes. yes. And, so, and, the, and the rule is you put the gun on the table so that it will go off in act three. Right. Yeah. And, and just this idea that they went totally deus ex machina with this. They totally yeah. went God from machine. All of a sudden it's Palpatine the whole time he was pulling the strings. We're meant to believe that he, I mean, it, could it could it have been more Deus Ex Machina, especially no, like literally like comes from literally machine, suspended yeah. on a machine thing, right? Yeah, I mean, so like, there's nothing here. There's nothing to this at all when it comes to yeah. like telling the story as a, as a, as a, as three acts, right? With the first uh, issue being the first act, this the middle three being the second act, and the last one being the third, right? Yeah. Um, there's nothing here that makes this a cohesive arc altogether. And there's, and there's really nothing here that feeds the rest of the universe. Right. Yeah. Like what are we, what are we supposed to take out of this? What could this possibly give us that would enrich our knowledge of, well, even just the prequel trilogy, what that Maul wanted to go kill Jedi. We already knew that. Yeah. Like it gave Darth Maul rage. You know what? I kind of got that already from the film. Yeah. The pacing and the, you know, the, everything, yeah. right? And this is disappointing because I like Cullen Bunn as a writer, the writer of this mm-hmm. series. Mm-hmm. I don't know that this is his best work. He did a Magneto series in 2014, 2015 timeframe. It was fantastic. You know, here's, here's, here's what I'm starting to think about mm-hmm. just in Star Wars world. And sure. again, this, is, this is 2017, so Disney is involved in some way. Yeah, this is, this is Disney's stuff, right? Yeah. Right. So, like, I'm starting to think that somewhere in the Disney machine is, like, a Star Wars ruiner subroutine somewhere. <laughs> or, or, a, or a not, I mean, because, because right. like, should we, view, should we view Last Jedi as an outlier of the things to come? An aberration? An aberration. Because we, we, sh- we should be expecting more things like this and, like, Rise of Skywalker, which no. had its moments but didn't. Mm but felt like didn't rhyme really with the rest of the stuff. Right. No, or like, (laughs) you know, and and I asked that because like JJ Abrams has made some cool stuff. This guy you say has made some cool stuff. Like is the machine actively or passively, maybe actively is what I'm suggesting handcuffing the creators who jump into the machine to do things in the machine. You know, I say yes when it comes to the films, but I think with the comics, 
they have given them enough leeway to just do their thing. Because I will tell you that the main Star Wars series and the Darth Vader series that they've had out, there are three, three volumes of each now, I think. They have been absolutely stellar. There have been, you know, dips in, in, in quality here and there, but you'd have that with any long-running series. But, yeah, uh, I mean, the last volume of Star Wars ran for 70-something issues, and it was fantastic from start to finish, you know? This current one that's kind of on hold right now because of the COVID stuff, but uh, this current one is four issues in, and I'm already hooked. I want to know more about it, you know? I want to see where they're going to go right, with this stuff. Right, and, and And then we've got The Mandalorian. You know, The Mandalorian right. was, was a good and, show. Well, yeah, and, and Jedi Fallen Order, right? Right, Jedi Fallen Order yeah. was fantastic. Okay. By all right, accounts, so the I, last yeah the I, last season of the Clone Wars was good too. Yeah, so so maybe so maybe you are right. Maybe the films or touching maybe touching the films gets you like tangled in the machine. And Ryan Johnson just like had pictures of somebody. I don't know. <laughs> was able to do more than what they wanted or less than what they wanted or whatever. Um, I think that Cullen Bunn just got a shit assignment when it comes to this Darth Maul thing. Or maybe they didn't give him enough time to tell the whole story, right? Because yeah. I feel like they could have done something better with this. The way that Maul talks in this through inner monologue, you'd think that he would want to try and take out Sidious. Does he have no greater aspirations? Because apparently he does. Later he comes back as a you know half machine, half man right. guy and takes over a crime syndicate for Christ's sake. You know, he's yeah. got aspirations, right? Uh, and that's the whole thing about the Sith is that the, the Sith is that the apprentice will eventually turn on the master that's the idea yeah. right? because the, uh, because of that very ambition right so why why is maul d- uh, devoid of this ambition when it comes to sidious does he just sense that power and why not tell us that why not give us that i wonder if there is like another series In that would give us yeah that would maybe or, give us or, more okay. like i don't know if there was another comic series from marvel i don't think there was though i think the only other one was from was from dark horse and that's no longer canon oh right legends now so so yeah it was called darth maul son of dathomir yeah oh it was based on scripts and storyboards of an unproduced four episode story arc intended for the seventh season of the clone wars ah look at that Oh, okay so well um so (laughs) i have an i have an observation yeah. About Darth Maul here too. Yeah. That that dude, bro. If you don't pe- want people to know you're a Sith guy, yeah. Like dress better or dress right. different. Like you have are like the y- scowling, yellow-eyed, scary <laughs> horn dude in black robes. Like it should not surprise you that the Padawan is like, is that dude a Sith guy? <laughs> and then the, the like the bounty or the the crime the crime leaders like yeah you're a Sith I know yeah yeah like I've Darth always Maul. known how did Darth you know? Maul <laughs> the Sith are hiding in shadows you are doing a terrible job <laughs> like <laughs> like because like so I mean even even Count Dooku you know you don't know he's Darth Tyrannus or people I should say people who walk up to him prior to him sort of coming out that way. Right. They yes. They don't yes. know he's Dark Tyrannus. Right. Even even when he talks to Obi Wan, when he has captured Obi Wan mm-hmm. in Attack of the Clones, yeah. Like Obi Wan is still like, wait, like he's not convinced that that Count Duke is maybe a Sith. I think. 
maybe he kind of senses the dark side, but he, maybe not. Maybe not. He may not realize that he's a Sith. I don't yet know. A, yet another but, failing of that uh, that film series. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but the the point I'm making here though is that like, okay, Darth Maul, you're going out there, you're trying to sort of hide what you're doing. Do a better job. Yeah, I mean, are the Sith are the Sith dumb? <laughs> like, is, okay, so like, is that their problem? Is right, right. Problem? <laughs> <laughs> well, we've asked that. We've asked the question. I think that are are the Jedi dense right we kind of we kind of addressed yeah. that a little bit are the sith just dumb uh, because it, it but does he have no forethought does he have no like okay if i go out there i'm gonna have to disguise myself because obviously i've got red and black face tattoos maybe i should put on some you know some foundation and it's like in the star wars a, universe not wear dark hooded you know, robes in the star wars universe like his face alone may not be enough it, like does he does he paint his face, or is that his skin? No, that's ta- that's tattoos. I thought that's tattoos. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was tattoos. Okay. okay. I thought. So, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Right, because he's um, a, he's a night brother. Right. He is. Yes. A Dathomirian yeah. night brother. Yeah. And I don't know whether they have tattoos or face paint or whatever, but he's, um, he's a Zabrak or a Zabrak. Yeah. You he must know that he looks intimidating. Right. He he has the yellow eyes of the dark side or whatever. Yeah. He's got the horns, of course. And he dresses that the way he does, and he he talks and acts the way he does. Like he's not he's not hiding. I don't know. Yeah. That's that's my that's my point. Is that the silliness from, from him? <laughs> yeah, the, the, that that's the thing. Is that like even in his inner monologue, it's very one note. It's very I'm gonna kill me some I'm gonna kill me some Jedi. Yeah, and then I'm gonna and then I'm gonna find more Jedi. I'm gonna kill them. And then I'm not going to. My master isn't. My master isn't letting me kill Jedi enough. Yeah, you know. You don't let me kill some more Jedi. Yeah, that's that. that, So that's why I asked. That's why I asked too. Is Mm. I I I don't like. There's no why. Like we don't even know what what did what did Darth Sidious tell Darth Maul to make him hate the Jedi. I don't. And 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 by the way, like does Darth Sidious even believe that stuff? Because like. He's he's the one person in possibly all of Star Wars that you can kind of see as being like smarter than everybody. You know? Right, right. So so like you could even see him gaming the Sith system itself just to become emperor and have all the power. Right. It's, that sounds an awful which, lot like politics to me. Which actually would be the ultimate Sith thing anyway. Yeah, that's way, true. That's to true. like to abuse the all of the Sith like legends and <laughs> yeah. Sith force and whatever yeah. uh, to become, to get power and whatever would be actually pretty damn Sith of him to do. Right. You know, so uh, he's trapped. He can't be nothing but a Sith, but, but <laughs> you can, you can see him being way smarter about stuff than, yeah. I, don't know. I think the emperor is probably like you said, most likely to be the one gaming the system because he could conceivably be, I don't know, pretending to be a Sith just to yeah. just to get the Sith on his side. Yeah. But the thing is that there is no Sith apprentice unless you already have a Sith master. So he's already he's been through the ringer though, is the whole thing. He's 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 been through it, but like is is he smart enough and got enough gumption to go through the whole thing just to get to the point where he can then he can use it. Right, because Darth Sidious has more than anybody has the long view of stuff. 
Holy fuck. He, oh, he, oh, he, okay. he has decades and decades of plans laid out and things, you know. Dude, do you remember when we were talking a few episodes ago about, the, about how the Force is where you can kind of see the beginning and the end of it if you're kind of becoming one with the Force? Do you think Sidious has a greater relationship with the Force than any of the Jedi that we've seen? We talked about how Obi-Wan when he was about to die in that, that, that one story, short, that short, short story, story. Yeah. Yeah. He is seeing the past and the future and the present kind of all at the same time. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Qui-Gon kind of can see the far past and the far future and everything all kind of at once at the same time as well. Right. Yeah. Sidious kind of comes off as I know the past I know the present and I know where we're going and I know how it's going to fall together. He knows that the rebels are going to attack the shield generator on Endor. He knows that, you know, he knows who Anakin's children are. He knows where they are. So, so the question you had was, is Darth Sidious the most connected to the force of anybody? And my answer is possibly slash probably, especially if you consider because I know there's like sort of different theories out there, and the one that I kind of tend to hold to is that the Force is just the Force, mm-hmm. and the person connecting to it is is really the key to whether it's the light side or the dark side or whatever, right? The Force is just the Force, and so Darth Sidious being so steeped in seeing the way things shape out and like flexing his long distance and long term force muscles into things like kind of indicates to me that he may be the person throughout the whole thing that is the most the strongest and most connected to the force so do you think that knowing as much as he knows because obviously he knows quite a bit he he obviously picked maul for a very specific reason he needed him to get Qui-Gon out of the way so that Obi-Wan would be the one to mentor Anakin. I mean, does he think you think he sees that much detail to it? Assuming that that's the case, and mm-hmm. it seems like it, I do think he sees that he, I do think because clearly Darth Maul in, in any characterization so far, like he's not really participating in a grand plan. He's like, I'm going to kill me some Jedi and right. that's what I'm going to do. Right. But to Darth Sidious, that is like step seven of 84 to doing the things he wants to do like Darth Maul being like a a sharpened and honed weapon for a certain thing seems right up, right up Sidious's alley as far as the use of him. So I can totally see him seeing that Darth Maul would not come away from Naboo alive and that that, and that that was key to how he can continue to groom Anakin toward what he wanted. If we continue this line of thought, there are clearly things that it seems that he can't see with perfect resolution anywhere he looks. For example, he seems to be disappointed that Darth Vader gets like chopped to bits by mm. Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's right? a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Oh, but he, but clearly Darth Vader still is a powerful tool for him to use. In, in what he does in the next stage of his plans. He clearly mm. doesn't see Darth Vader betraying him, or maybe he does. Well, I, I think if you, if you take Return of the Jedi on its face, 
you would think he does not see that. Right. If you take Return of the Jedi along with Rise of Skywalker, maybe you could make the argument that he could have known. Right. And that was part of the grand thing. I don't know. But even then, Rey defeats him. So clearly his past future timeless vision of the force has, if that's true. Right. Or if that's the, if that's the case for him, there are clearly gaps there Hmm. or ways the force doesn't show you everything or something like that. I'm not sure. Or, or ways or ways for things to be true until they're not, (laughs) you know? Yeah, sure. Like, like free will or choice can make something not quite as true as you thought it would be. Yeah. But that could be why that could be like, like maybe that's, and maybe that's why Kylo Ren turning back to Ben solo fucking wrecks Darth Sidious's plans because maybe that free choice of Kylo Ren to be like, Nope, I'm not Kylo Ren anymore. Mm -hmm. Like is a gigantic, is a gigantic turd in (laughs) Darth Sidious's plan. And, and maybe, maybe even the force could not see that Kylo Ren would do that. Right. Like maybe people turning one way or the other within the force to certain perspectives is something the force doesn't can't show people. Right. Like maybe that's something that Kylo Ren is bringing to the force or Darth Vader. Darth Vader making that choice is so of that moment that that choice does not exist in the forces conception of the unified past and future. And so as soon as Darth Vader makes that choice or Kylo Ren Mm-hmm. makes that choice, they completely fuck Darth Sidious' plans. Because Darth Sidious' plans are are dependent on people not really, which, and I think the reason I'm going here is because of Westworld. Oh, don't don't spoil that <laughs> yeah, shit for yeah. me. There's no, no spoiling it, but that, right. that, that... I gotta that, get on that. <laughs> the themes of those choices and, well, shit, and how they play into predictions really comes into play, so I better shut the fuck up now. Yeah, don't spoil that for me. Man. I won't spoil it for you. But I've been neck deep in Star I'm, Trek, I'm, so. <laughs> but I'm drawing a line there that there's parallels, right. and maybe and maybe those are things that, like hell, if you were going to write Star Wars fan fiction, you could use to anybody listening. Feel free to use this idea <laughs> of of how the Force works or could work in terms of you know Darth Sidious, Darth Vader, whoever okay. making long term time plans. Rant over <laughs> um rant, but you know no, just, no it's diatribe maybe I don't diatribe know. maybe that sounds a little negative but yeah. here's here's what i want to follow that up with okay we talked yeah. about you know why 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 do that why do the sith hate the jedi so fucking much right yeah yeah where does that come from right do you yeah. know what i mean what's the history you've you've have you read anything from the old republic so yeah. I actually I actually was curious a little bit about okay. the Sith, right? Okay. And at least at least in the old legends stuff, mm-hmm. and which I don't know how much is still true in canon, mm-hmm. like the Sith have changed what they are a number of times throughout history. At one time there was a Sith Empire, right? And at one right. time there was a number of Sith. And then at a certain point some guy, Darth Bane, I think, instituted a rule of two. And that only those two guys are Sith. You're welcome to be part of the dark side of the force, 
but those two guys are the only Sith lords or whatever. Okay. Like so there's 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 things there, but what I didn't see was why they hate the Jedi so much. I wrote that question on my Darth Maul comics notes here as I was working today on something else and it came to me. I was like so I didn't have time to sort of research it. It just became a question of I don't understand why. Hmm. It it seems to have no depth to it. If if I'm understanding it correctly, the balance between light and dark has been tipped one way or the other for thousands of generations, basically, right? Sure. Where, you know, maybe where we have that Sith Empire and the Jedi rose to topple it. And then, you know, kind of back and forth and back and forth. And there, I mean, by the time we get to this point where where the Sith have been kind of abolished for a thousand years or whatever it is. Yeah. They, they're, they have to them been living under Jedi oppressive rule, right? Are we looking at a Republicans versus Democrats or versus liberal thing? Because I, I've noticed that like in American politics, at least when we have one group in power, for long enough, the pendulum will swing the other way. Right. And then, and then back. Right. And I I don't want to, I don't want to talk too much about that specifically, but do we have that same type of a pendulum here going on? I mean, that's a good point. And I kind of like, because I I think, I think if I remember correctly from, from the thing I read, like in the past, the Sith, the Sith empire was like a thing for a long time. It wasn't like, it wasn't like the, the the Star Wars main movie series where like the Sith are a thing that's really in power for a, a few decades. And then it's back to the Jedi or whatever else, right? Because until Revenge of the Sith, the Sith are not the main guys, <laughs> right? Right, right. And then at the end of Rise of Skywalker, it's ostensibly back to the Jedi being the more prominent force people, although there's only one at that point, but still there's one Jedi and no Sith then, which is not much of a swing when you consider that it was like a thousand years before the Sith had been anything. And then like 30 years go by and then it's back to Jedi again. If the Sith weren't so tangled up in the, I'm evil because I'm evil and I do evil things. (laughs) Right. Then it, then I could almost see it being that way. You know what I mean? Right, right. But I think, it, yeah. Go ahead. Well, I, I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off there, but I think that what you were talking about with like, if if it's only 20, 30 years, I mean that's not long enough to forget stuff. Yeah, that's not long enough to forget that the Sith were the evil empire or the Jedi were the evil empire. To you know, depending yeah. on perspective. Think about it this way: twenty years ago, what was it? George Bush, right? George Bush was president. Yeah. To him. Or to a lot of people, he was the evil empire. Yeah. Right? But we don't forget him. We know who he was. We remember him. We remember Mm -hmm. him as president, right? You remember him, you know, during the 9-11 attacks. You remember him, you know, shortly thereafter, you know? Are we meant to believe that in the Star Wars universe, 20 or 30 years just eliminates stuff from recent memory? Is there some sort of collective amnesia that happens? Yeah, I don't know. Because, I mean, if you think about it, from Revenge of the Sith to even A New Hope, that's 20 years. 19, as a matter of fact. 19 years. And all of a sudden, 
the Jedi. Oh, the Jedi are real. <laughs> come on. The, yeah. There's the Force. Come on, give me a break. There's no such thing as the Force. Right. Even though like, just yeah, I know. years ago, you know, it was. <laughs> I was I always thought that about Han Solo when he's like, I don't did a bunch of honky whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you were alive and an adult. Yeah, and the Jedi had a fucking temple in right. the capital of the galaxy. So, <laughs> bro, come on, get some perspective. Get some like, don't call it a hokey religion thing when you you probably saw on Hollow Vision. Jedi walking around doing force things. Hollow vision. Yeah. I feel like what they need is they need somebody to tighten up this idea of what it means to be a Sith, what it means to be a Jedi, and kind of give us a little bit better idea of when all this stuff happened. And I'm sure, I'm sure there's a timeline out there somewhere. I obviously didn't do the research for it right now, but this is just kind of where the conversation went because what I had in my notes were things like, are Womp Rats universal? Like, are they on all the planets? (laughs) <laughs> um, because there are womp rats on this random moon. That there's a galaxy-wide infestation of womp rats. Yeah. Right. Oh, and if there's a galaxy infest, galaxy-wide infestation of womp rats, are there womp rat ex- exterminators in each sector? Are there womp rat Jedi? Oh, shit. Fuck. Oh, man, and if there are womp rat Jedi, there must be womp rat Sith. I mean, Jesus. How deep does the rabbit hole go here? My God. This, <laughs> this isn't a rabbit hole. This is a rabbit black hole. This is a womp hole. <laughs> womp hole. Somewhere, somebody is writing fan fiction about Jedi womp rats and, and Sith womp rats. Yeah. I mean, in the multiverse, right? If we think about it, somewhere, somewhere. along the spectrum of worlds and universes yep. And, yep. And, and, and planets within them and somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. Somewhere, somewhere in the multiverse, this this podcast or our, our multiverse selves <laughs> doing this podcast inspired somebody to write Womp Rat fan fiction. <laughs> Womp Rat fan fiction. Christ. Okay. So, uh, all right. So here's here's another question for you. Yeah. Would you want to see them address this same era and with? Uh, would you want to know more about Darth Maul? Yeah. What would you want to know? Like the birth to Sidious finding him and using him story. Like and, what happened? And the, and, and the like, and I, and I want to know whether it's specific to Darth Maul or not, what it is the Sith believe about the Jedi. And yeah, and where does that dogma come from? And where does it come from? So it's almost like, like, like are you kind of sniffing out where we should go? Because that's kind of where I'm like. I'm kind of feeling like, it, yeah. Do we and want? I, but to... what I don't what I don't know is where to go for that kind of thing, other than just like Wikipedia, which I don't want to do <laughs> as part of the podcast, right? Right. Yeah. No, we don't do. Yeah. We don't want to do Wikipedia. No. So we need to seek. I. I th- here's my proposal: is we need to seek out material that helps flesh out that stuff. And I think I don't care whether it's legends or canon or whatever. I. I just want to know what somebody thought it should be. Okay. And whether that's good or not <laughs> okay all right but i but i don't know off the top of my head how to find that what if we did uh something along the lines of what if we write our own fan fiction oh fuck yeah <laughs> that's that's a whole different but it's uh, got to be porn yeah. <laughs> like erotic fan fiction about womp rats too late <laughs> if you can say it, it. Says it has already happened that's right no i i mean i already did it um <laughs> What about what if we did a 
like a short run of Clone Wars episodes, because as I understand it, there are like small arcs that kind of give us insights into certain things. About certain characters. Right. Where certain yeah. things happen <laughs> that cause other certain things to then happen. I don't understand. What are you getting at? <laughs> what are you getting at? Things can affect <laughs> other things and make things happen. And stuff goes on. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's good. So I guess I guess we need to identify like a solid arc that's I am, that's I'm doable on it. in a week or whatever, you know. Let's see. Clone Wars. Those are the top twenty-five arcs, they say. So revenge is uh okay so this is the return of darth maul arc includes the episodes massacre bounty brothers and revenge is this <laughs> does this go up to so this is clone wars this is this is after attack Phantom of the clones and attack of clones yep yeah so this will and this is all on disney plus so we should be able to like yeah. watch these episodes looks like they they occurred in 2012 so before disney even bought the franchise but still considered canon because this is it's continuing know, to this day yeah it continues to this or day, just yes. finished today or, or this or this year something yeah something along yeah. those lines yeah then there's the revenge of darth maul arc which is shortly thereafter includes revival eminence shades of reason and the lawless which you know, i think he's going after kenobi let's do the kenobi arc like to the end because because obi-wan kenobi kills darth maul again Okay. On Tatooine. And is that is that second thing you just mentioned, is that where that happens? Do you know? Um, let's see. Because where I'm going with this is let's step back to that and see if that provides satisfying things. And if it does, great, we go somewhere else. If it doesn't, we step back again to that other arc. I don't know if that the Revenge of Darth Maul arc might be the one but if it's not, like you said, we can just kind of go and pop back to the other one. Yeah, yeah. Although the other one, the revenge one, takes place before this one. So I think we're, I think you're on to something. I think that this lawless arc, the revenge of Darth Maul arc, which is revival, eminence, shades of reason, and the lawless. Four episodes. I think that this is it. I think that's the one. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, so let's we'll do let's then. do let's do that then. Yeah. yeah. We'll do the Revenge of Darth Maul arc. Maybe we can get a little bit more insight into yes. Darth Maul. This is interesting because I, uh, I mean obviously I haven't read the comic here before either, but I've I've kind of wanted to watch the Clone Wars and yeah. and yeah, I, I I'm going to be watching it out of order and it's probably that's probably anathema to some people, but to but me fuck them. Fuck <laughs> them. They can shut the fuck up. Yikes. God. Uh I fucking hate them. Wow. I'm, you know what? Now I have a Sith vendetta against those people. <laughs> they are they are like the Jedi to me. And my driving ambition is to murder them with my lightsaber. People who don't like that we're going out people, of order? The people who find going out of order anathema. <laughs> Fuck them. You sons of bitches. Um, I hate them so much. <laughs> but not you, dear listeners. Um, or lis- <laughs> listener, I should say. Not you, um, Jeff. Not you, Jeff. Thanks for <laughs> listening again, Jeff. 
You know what's going to happen is we're going to get some person that listens to it named Jeff, and they're going to be like, he's going to be like, holy fuck, how do they know? I'm how did they know? <laughs> Google so Analytics is amazing. <laughs> the internet. <laughs> Technology is fantastic, man. Okay, so we're going to do next episode, we will, we will discuss the Revenge of Darth Maul arc in the, the Clone Wars, the Star Wars Clone Wars yeah. Season 5. Episode one is the beginning of this arc, and then it goes 14, 15, 16, the remainder of that arc. So there we have it. Oh, we're going to get to meet Darth Maul's brother named Savage Opress or Opress. Oh, okay. So very subtle with their names. Indeed. Okay. So that, that's what we're going to do. That's uh, what we're going to do. Find out yeah. more about Darth Maul. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening. We'll see Thank you next you time. Thank you very much for listening, Jeff. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. We'll see you soon, Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to Great Disturbances. If you enjoyed our show, please leave us a review on iTunes, Podbean, or any of your favorite podcast apps. You can find us on Facebook by searching for at Great Disturbances and on Twitter at G Disturbances. See you later.